Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies of the transiting node in Gemini as it completes its journey through this third sign of the zodiac. The transiting north node is in relationship to the south node. They are always in opposite points in the zodiac wheel with the south node revealing where we are completing and finishing up certain energies and lessons, where we are releasing what has been stuck or unconscious, as well as how we are graduating to higher levels of consciousness within that energy field. And so last week, on October 4th, 2021, I did a show for you on the South Node in Sagittarius and how we are completing some very big and significant soul growth lessons around our belief systems, our truth systems, where we have held our opinions and judgments, as well as the past life energies that these perspectives were formed in. So it can feel quite significant for you as that south node in Sagittarius is revealing more of what you've been learning. So now we turn our attention to the north node in Gemini as it completes its journey through all 30 degrees of Gemini and travels in reverse back to zero degrees of Gemini before entering into Taurus. Now, this is significant when we consider how the nodes move in reverse and what that means energetically. Now, first, I want to give you a little explanation here about the nodal axis, where there are actually two ways the north node and south node are calculated in terms of how they transit through the zodiac. There is the true node and then the mean node. And there's a slight difference here where the true node shows in an ephemeris how the nodes go forward and reverse every few days. And yet the overall trend is the reverse motion of the nodes. So when you're looking on an ephemeris and you see the glyph for the north node, there's a little T inside it that stands for true. And when you look on the ephemeris and follow the daily activity of the true node, you'll see that it goes retrograde and then is direct for a few days, and then turns retrograde again, and then is direct again. And this is how the energies are observed with the true node, which is slightly different than the mean node, M-E-A-N, not mean as in I'm going to trip you and be a bully and take your lunch, but mean as in an average, the overall average motion of the nodes. And the mean node is calculated through that average where the mean node is always viewed moving in retrograde motion. And it's more of a smoother energy where you're taking the average back and forth motion of the true node and just creating a consistent flow 
that always moves in reverse. So I hope that makes sense. It can be easier to see on an ephemeris, and I do have a video for you on YouTube where I demonstrate this, where I talk about the differences between the true node and the mean node. So where I'm going with this is that this is why you will hear two different dates of when the nodes change signs. And as they change signs every 18 months, that's what we're approaching now. And so that's why we're going to see the true node switch into Taurus on January 18th, 2022, whereas the mean node, which is the average of the motion, the average of the energies, moves into Taurus in December, December 23rd, 2021. And this is where people ask, well, which is better? Which is more accurate? Which one should I follow? And as with many things in astrology, the more you learn, the more specific it becomes, the more you start to resonate with a particular energy or a particular perspective on the energies. So we see that the nodes are changing late December and into January. And I think that one way to look at this is to notice what shifts occur for you in the Gemini energies and Taurus energies of your chart. And as with these changing energies, they can come in slowly. You could even feel in between. You could feel a void. And then by late January 2022, the nodes are fully in Taurus. So I wanted to give that brief explanation because the nodes are changing and that changes where we're directing our energies towards growth, learning, understanding, and elevating our consciousness. So that means over the next few months, we are completing the North Node in Gemini area of growth and learning. And this is the energy that you're working with in the early degrees of Gemini in your chart. So as I do this podcast, the North Node is at two degrees of Gemini and it travels back to zero degrees of Gemini. And this is where you can see that zero degree as a reset. I also feel that this is where we've been doing a lot of work, intentional work and understanding how we use the Gemini energies in our lives. Gemini is connected with how we think, communicate, what we say, what we express, how we understand what's happening around us. Think of a computer and how a computer has an operating system that computes all the information, all the data, runs the programs. That's what the Mercury and Gemini energies are about. Mercury rules Gemini. So we're really digging into our mental operating systems, how we have understood certain parts of our realities, certain parts of our lives, and how we express it, how we speak, how we state our truth. Uh, This is connected to your throat chakra, how you speak up, how you express yourself. And also, at a much deeper level, which is where I want to go in this topic, would be the deeper stories and narratives we've held and created that perhaps we're learning through. We're understanding how to rewrite the script. 
And that's what I'm feeling as this north node completes its journey in Gemini, returns to that zero point, which is the zero degree of pure potential, is that we're rewriting scripts, deleting stories and parts of ourselves that are no longer in resonance with who we are now, what we've learned, what we've come to understand about our energies, and more importantly, how we're growing and what we're moving into next. The transiting north node is always about growth and it stretches us. It takes us out of a comfort zone. It can feel like a challenge. It can feel like you're being pushed forward. You're being required to develop a new skill set in this area of your life. So wherever you have the Gemini energies in your natal chart, whichever houses have these energies for you, it could be one, two, or three houses. And those are the areas where this Gemini energy has been coming alive and requiring you to be more conscious in what you say, how you express yourself, how you voice your truth, where you're being required to stay curious, to stay open, to ask for details, to gather more information as we step away from the Sagittarius energies more specifically the lower expressions of the Sagittarius energies that can believe they have the answers. I already know this. I already understand this. I already have an understanding of this. Well, the Gemini energies say, maybe you don't. Maybe there's more here. Maybe there's another layer. There's always another version of the story to either create or accept or experience And there's also perhaps more information, data, details, facts that you were previously unaware of. And so this is where we can be very honest with ourselves around maybe where our communication skills have not been fully developed or they have leveled out where we haven't engaged as much as we can in certain topics, ideas, or understandings. And this is where we've had support in looking at some things or even parts of ourselves from a new angle and to develop those higher thought processes that we maybe didn't have access to before or weren't interested in before and understand more about how we can process information as well as the parts of yourself that you didn't accurately see before. Meaning, how many times has someone said something to you? You've been talking to a friend, a family member, whomever, and they've been sharing a story or they've been talking about their day and you've kind of been listening, maybe a little half-heartedly, like you kind of know where this goes, you know what they say, and then you just respond in order to talk. You were listening, but you're not fully in it. This energy of the North Node in Gemini is, well, maybe I could approach this conversation in a different way by asking new questions or digging in to a particular detail or fact that they're sharing and looking for more specifics about that. 
So instead of taking a topic or conversation for granted, you see it as a way of maybe there's more I can learn about this person. Maybe there's more about their day that they've never shared. Maybe there's more about what they're experiencing that we haven't talked about. So this is an opening energy that's been opening us up in our throat chakras, in our minds, in what we say, how we think, and asking us to keep growing, to allow ourselves to do something new or differently, especially through all communication styles. And as the transiting North Node in Gemini completes its time in this area of our energies, there's the opportunity here to really look at your communication skill set, what you've been working on, what you've changed, what you've shifted, as well as your own openness to growth in these themes that I've described. We become better communicators. We become more conscious thinkers. We become more mindful of what we're focusing on and where our minds are going. Now, some of the lower aspects of Gemini would involve the overthinking that leads to anxiety and nervousness. Gemini is associated with not over overthinking, but over talking, where there's just a lot of chatter and a lot is being expressed, but nothing of substance is being said, where it's just someone talking away maybe a mile a minute And you're wondering, what's the point of this? What are you even saying? That can also be connected to the nervous energy of the mind as well as the unconscious. And sometimes these energies are actually connected to wanting to feel safe and looking for ways to be aware, almost hyper alert. And that can be part of the overthinking, over-talking, overdoing it mentally in any way, is that the mind is looking for potential outcomes, potential solutions. What could show up here? I don't want to be blindsided. Perhaps there's a desire to get all the data, all the facts, as much information as possible to diminish the possibility of being hurt or feeling hurt or feeling like there was something you didn't know or you were caught off guard. Uh, This is where the spinning happens and it gets out of control because when that mind is overactive, we have basically moved all the energy into the mind or let's say a lot of energy into the mind, which can disconnect you from your ability to trust your intuition, trust your instincts or your gut, to trust how you're feeling. And it's almost like you become hyper-reliant on intellectually figuring it out and understanding and maybe working with the logic and the facts and all of these things which are very important and very worthwhile and very beautiful, especially when you consider how Gemini is connected to technology, science, engineering, solutions, problem solving, the ways that our minds are an asset and an ally to us. But when there is an over-reliance to the extent that you're disconnected from other parts of your energy, the vastness of your energy field, when there's too much on the mind, then you're not in that place of your full power or even working with all of the energy systems that are available to you. 
And then sometimes when that Gemini energy is very powerful and very strong, we can feel it in the body as it moves through and connects with the nervous system. It can create anxiety. There can even be a sense of a lot of energy moving through you. And I've seen this in people who have nervous hands, where their hands are shaking or twitching a lot, or they're always spinning a, something in their hand, where it's a pen or there's this movement in the fingers, arms, hands. Those are all Gemini energies. And those can be nervous habits, habits where it's just unconsciously moving the energy because the mind is so active that you're just unconsciously moving the energy through your body. This can also relate to the lungs, where the lungs, obviously, where we hold the air in our body, our deep breathing, our deep breaths, there can be a shortness of breath that we might not notice. So part of this opening of Gemini is being aware of the nervous system, being aware of if the body is holding any of that nervous energy or anxiety or overactive mental expression. Also being aware of the lungs and if you're really breathing deeply, if you're allowing your diaphragm to fully expand and then fully compress, there is a need here to be very conscious with the air that we inhale. And this is because Gemini is the first air sign of the zodiac. It's also the only air sign that is connected with your individual self. And what I mean by that is that, as I've described, Gemini is about your mind, your brain, your personal mental processes, your intellect, how you communicate. It's the only air sign about the self. Whereas the next air sign, Libra, is how you then share your thoughts, your needs, yourself with others. And then the third air sign of Aquarius is about sharing with the world, the group, the bigger energy spectrum at large. So Gemini is the only air sign connected with your personality, your self-identity, and your personal development. So this is where we have the ability to be more aware of our own communication style, how our mind works, our own perceptions, because that's then what we take into relationships and out into the world at large. And this can be very empowering to understand because it's how your mind works that creates your reality, creates your stories, creates your opinions, creates your perspectives, creates how you show up in relationships. It also reveals your own communication style, your own communication needs. It reveals how you process information. And this strongly correlates to your natal mercury. And that's because Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So as the transiting north node has moved through Gemini since the middle of 2020, it's been talking to your natal Mercury, checking in with your natal Mercury, and asking it to grow, to understand there's more ways that you can be a better communicator. You can open your throat chakra. You can be aware of your nervous system, of your mind, of how you handle incoming information, of what you do with specific facts. And then also what I'm seeing here 
is that there's been energy that has supported the cleansing of the lungs where it's very important to intentionally take those deep breaths to really inhale and exhale. Maybe you inhale for a count of three, exhale for a count of three, and then inhale to a count of five, exhale to a count of five. So it's all connected especially as the air we inhale supports the brain, supports every part of our body. And this is how we're able to energetically cleanse ourselves as well as calm ourselves. So how do we calm down when we have a lot going on and it's very buzzy and exciting and maybe there's even that point of all the uncertainty can make us anxious and even feeling jittery or like the energies don't feel stable, don't feel calm, don't feel settled. Well, that's when we have the ability to do those deep breathing exercises to calm down those parts of ourselves and to be very intentional with how we work with this energy. As the nodes move in to Taurus and Scorpio, the energy will shift in terms of what we're learning, how we're expanding, how we're growing, as well as what we're leaving behind. And I will be doing shows on each of those coming up, and those will help you connect to where you're growing in those parts of yourself. And I do cover this information even more in the 2022 Soul Growth Astrology Program, where I talk about not only the nodes changing because the eclipses are now in Taurus and Scorpio, but we look at the exact healing themes of the North Node in Taurus and South Node in Scorpio. So please check that out if you want more of a deep dive and you want to go into these energies in your own chart. I'll put the link below as well as the coupon code to get it for 25 bucks. Um, that's coupon code 2022 and that's going to help you really dig in to more of these specifics here. So the energy is going to move into a more grounded and calmer place as the North Node transitions into Taurus. But until it does so, we have the opportunity and potentials here to work with the deeper stories that we've created, the narratives and the understandings we have about why certain things have happened in our lives or what has been the lesson? What was I meant to see? How have I been supported in growing and evolving even with all these shifts that are happening at this time? And so one of the deeper areas of growth and opportunity that we have at this time is rewriting these scripts, rewriting these stories. I even see it as deleting certain parts of a story or certain parts of an interpretation that you've had about something, someone, an area of your life, yourself. It's deleting, removing those interpretations and understandings because they're no longer in resonance with what you believe now. So as your belief systems change, which is the south node in Sagittarius, as that shifts and changes, then you're understanding something from a higher perspective, which then creates a new perspective or story that connects to what you've been learning. 
And Gemini is connected to siblings, to our neighbors and our peers. It's connected to early childhood learning, your first experiences of school, your first experiences of playing with others of your same age, whether those were neighborhood kids or people on a soccer team, baseball team, or others that you interacted with. Gemini is your exposure to the immediate environment and the people in that environment who ultimately shaped you. So this is where there could have been opportunities to go back in time and maybe there were some formative years for you, some formative experiences that created an understanding of yourself. And this could be as simple as When you were younger, you were involved in a certain sport or hobby or organization and you you really liked it. You were good at it. You excelled. It was satisfying. Well, that's because it fit your energy. Something about that activity, that sport, that hobby was a good fit for you and it furthered your sense of confidence, your skills in that area, something you were good at. Perhaps it really helped you see more of what you wanted to do next. It opened up part of your potentials and possibilities. Now, on the other hand, there could have been things that you tried when you were younger that you didn't enjoy, you weren't good at, or you just weren't naturally good at, and maybe you put in the effort to get better, maybe not. Maybe there's things that just weren't a fit for you. And actually, this reminds me of the time when I was younger that I played softball for one season. And it was an all-girl team. I think we were seven, eight, nine. And I was not a good fit for softball because for me, it moved really slowly. And there was this one time that I got a hit and I ran to first base and nothing was happening because we were not a very good team. And I was so bored that I ran to the next base just because. And the coach was like, you can't do that. That's not how this works. That's not how you play. And basically, that was the end of softball for me because it wasn't an energy fit. It was too boring, too slow. It wasn't right. Then I moved on to soccer. I played soccer for years. Soccer, you don't stop moving. You don't stop running. Much better fit for my energy. But it was through understanding what works and what doesn't work for your energy that you learn who you are. And this North Node in Gemini is asking you to look at what you've learned about yourself, how you use your energy, how you use your mind, and the stories you've created. So when we're not good at something, we can say, oh, I really sucked at that. Oh, I was the worst. Oh, I wasn't any good. It wasn't for me. But the higher perspective is it wasn't a fit for my energy. It wasn't the right path to follow. I learned from it. I understood more about who I am. And then I redirected the energy to something else. And Gemini is always about choices. And it's always about where are you investing and making choices that are a good fit for you, that are a good fit for your energy. So Gemini opens up possibilities. It opens up your choices. And oftentimes, it's when we're younger, when we're in that place of, we'll call it an unconsciousness. We'll call it a place of we're just experiencing new things, trying them out, experimenting, understanding more of who we are and how our energy works. Those are the experiences that create our stories, that create our perspectives. So obviously, I had a perspective about softball. 
The higher perspective was it's not a fit for my energy, but of course there's many people who excel at it, who are awesome at it, who are kick-ass at softball and baseball, but it's understanding that you can have an experience without judgment, without personalizing it as something that's working against you or that's not It's not personal. It's not as if you did something right or wrong. Because especially when we're younger, we can turn these things against ourselves unconsciously, internalize it, maybe turn it against what we think we can do or what we're capable of. But Gemini reminds you to stay open to what you're learning, consider other choices, other options, other ways of using your energy, and be mindful of where you're mind will create a story, create a narrative, create a perspective that may be outdated, that may be expired, that may no longer be true for you. And when we stay in that place of opening up the mind, then we're saying, oh, there's a new way to look at this. Oh, I didn't consider this side of it before or this understanding, or I didn't detach enough to look at it objectively. So these are some of the ways that the North Node in Gemini is helping us stay curious, stay aware, stay mindful, to be in charge of the mind instead of having the mind be in charge of us or hold us back in some way. Now, the last time that the North Node was in Gemini was about 18, 19 years ago. So that's how these cycles work is that we look back on what has transpired over the past 18, 19 years and how can we see the energy in a new way, in a higher way? How can we allow it to assist our growth? And how can it be something that supports our ongoing development? But because Gemini energy is connected with youth, siblings, early childhood experiences, that's where you could go for more information on what you're shifting and changing within your own perceptions. There also could be themes coming up with your siblings, with peers, with people you grew up with. And remember, this energy is connecting to your own natal mercury. And that is giving you a refresh, a mental refresh. Something is coming in to awaken new layers of your natal mercury, whichever astrological sign that it's in, where, you know, the mind, again, can be very heavy. It can be even stuck on itself or caught in its own loops, in its own processes, in its own way of understanding your life and what you're experiencing. But this is about a reboot and understanding that there's more ways to consider information. We can always open up our perspectives and our perceptions and we can have new ways of taking in the world, almost like visualizing your brain opening. Also, I see it as connecting more between the right and left hemispheres of the brain, where they're working together. There's greater cooperation or collaboration between these parts of ourselves, where we're honoring both sides of the brain, the strengths of both sides of the brain, but we can be very mindful of it and work with these energies consciously so that the mind keeps growing, right? It keeps expanding. It keeps understanding things where it stays engaged in life and engaged in 
what you're experiencing on a daily basis. So you can rewrite a script here. You can delete an old story. You can elevate it. You can see something from a new vantage point and you can do it from a place of loving yourself, accepting yourself, honoring how your energy works, as well as being objective and accepting where it doesn't excel or where it's not meant to thrive. Where, okay, softball's not for me because it's a little too slow, but there's other ways that my energy is engaged and excited. And this is where we rewrite the script. So that's been part of our journey over the past 18 months or so, which is how long it takes for the transiting nodes to move through all 30 degrees of each astrological sign. And where as it moves in reverse, it's clearing out. And I think of a broom sweeping away, sweeping away, looking at what's expired, what's stale, what you've outgrown, what is no longer needed. And it clears out the space so that you can have new energies come in and support you. Now, another way that this North Node in Gemini is helping us grow is through trusting ourselves, trusting our voice, trusting what you need to say, trusting the energy in your throat chakra and how you're here to express yourself, how you're here to effectively use your words and be very intentional with what you say, why you say it, why it matters to you. And sometimes we can even have an experience where we're in a conversation with someone or perhaps there is a disagreement or you're on different pages or there's something between you that it needs to get settled or you're trying to do some problem solving. Sometimes what is really important is that you're saying what you need to say because it's your truth, because it matters, because you want to give energy to what you're thinking and what you need. And this is where the Gemini energy can bring us into alignment with, I need to say this regardless of how it lands, regardless of what someone says in return or how they hear it. It's that self-honoring and self-respect where you're expressing your thoughts and your needs from a healthy, grounded place. And it's because you need to say what you need to say. And this can be very healing, especially if you have repressed or held back yourself or your needs. This can be empowering. This is where Maybe you have to write it out first or you're thinking it through or you're overthinking it and your mind is spinning and you need an outlet for the energy. This is where we're meant to move the Gemini energy in a healthy way. And I feel it as that throat chakra gets clearer, it gains strength and it feels more empowered the more you practice this. And because, as I mentioned, Gemini is the only air sign that is connected to your personal development and your sense of self, it's very important to invest time and energy in how you communicate with yourself and what you need to say to yourself, what you need to express, what you need to hear yourself say, again, to move the energy and to support your own truth and to support your own expression. So yes, talking to yourself can be very empowering because even as you talk to yourself out loud, 
whether that's in your house, in the car, you know, mumbling or muttering to yourself as you hike. There's something that opens up in your energy. And not only are you speaking, but you're hearing yourself. So you're saying what you need to say and then you're hearing it back. And that can help you get clearer on what you need, what you're feeling, what you want to say. So I feel like this Gemini North Node is supportive in talking to ourselves, hearing ourselves, gaining clarity, and ultimately strengthening that throat chakra so that you can be in the place of honestly expressing yourself and doing so with a higher level of mindfulness. You may even notice how much you have trusted your voice since the middle of 2020, or there could be opportunities for you to continue to grow in that area, where again, you're strengthening what you need to say, you're working on your communication style and how you're able to hear yourself, and you're then able to take that energy into conversations and connections with other people. So as the North Node in Gemini continues through the final degrees and gets to that zero degree point, it brings us back to a new beginning as the zero degree point signifies. And it's also an understanding of this is what I'm now going to implement going forward. This is what I've learned about my own communication style, my mind, how I'm using my mental energies. And then we take that into the Taurus energies of worthiness, feeling strong and stable in who you are. Taurus is the energy of self-reliance and what we do to create a life that is stable, that's secure, but that is built on that energy internally where you can handle the shifts and changes that life brings because you're secure, stable, and feeling worthy within. And as the North Node moves into Taurus, it will open up our ability to grow and learn through those energies and themes as well. So consider what you can rewrite for yourself where you can see some of your past experiences and lessons in a higher vantage point where you can look at how you've created a story or understanding that maybe is outdated or expired and how you can rewrite that and to do so with love, acceptance, and understanding of yourself and your energy as well as your own desire to remain curious and remain open to what you don't know yet. So I will be doing some shows in the future on the North Node in Taurus as well as the South Node in Scorpio and how those energy shifts will be working with not only new parts of your astrology chart but new themes and new intentions as well. I hope this information has been supportive of your own experiences and perhaps helped you see some things in a new light, especially if something from the past has been coming up and it's been highlighted for you. Perhaps this shows you how to work with it and how to reframe the information in a new way. 
I also did a show for you a while back about your natal mercury and balancing your natal mercury energies. I will link to that below this podcast because that's going to show you how to not only understand your own natal mercury sign better, but what to do when you're stuck in any of those lower expressions. You know, when your mind is spinning and maybe you're feeling like something is too personal or you're too engaged with it, the balancing energies for your natal mercury are going to open up more ways to work with the energy as well as how to consider what you're going through from a more detached place. Thank you as always for joining me for this podcast where I have new episodes for you every Monday and Wednesday and I look forward to our next topic as these Monday shows are typically about a special astrology topic of some kind. You can find more about my latest offerings, programs, and courses over at mollymccord.online. And I'm also over on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you so much for joining me for today's show. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Take good care. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.